0: Good morning, welcome to another little episode of Good Grief 100 Days, and um, this is the podcast which I've been doing, and we are now in our second series, and that's really pretty fucking exciting. <laughs> I, um, I'm in the Hyundai, no I'm not, I'm in the Kia, i got a little Kia hatch, because I'm going to work today, I don't take the van into, uh, into the office, so... Uh, yeah, it's probably not got the same cool background effect, you just got the sound of the air conditioner uh, spraying past the microphone and the uh, humming sound of the very quiet little motor that this car has, so uh, a bit different. And as I pull out of my street I can see the ocean and a boat, and I can see the meth labs, and I can see the feral surrounds in my neighbourhood. and. I see it all because I'm looking at the moment at everything and um, I as you know or don't know I've been doing a 100 day consecutive creative project which is well it involves um, working on some creative thinking and putting that into some sort of art whether it's illustrations or poems or a phrase or Stories or uh, creating this podcast—it's—it's uh, it's a whole stack of things. So, because I'm doing it now religiously, daily, I'm—I'm I'm looking at as anything I can do to open a new portal in my mind, which uh, creates something. And I've, I've put a lot of stuff down that I don't use, um, but it's enabled me to open up the door of my memories that uh, I'd forgotten all about and. And use those as a source and um, try and come up with uh, uh, funny little lines or something that uh, explains in a a unique way how i'm feeling what i'm thinking about how it made me feel at the time you know it could be something you can relate to it could be something that you're going through that might make it easier or Maybe not, I don't know. I don't even know really who's listening to all this stuff. I just know that there's some people that are and uh, it's um, great getting some feedback. And on the feedback thing, um, I mentioned before Harvey Aspel, he um, put out a poetry book, which is in the mail to me now, and... um, Peter Egan, who is a Shakespearean actor in England, uh, wrote a poem and I was sent uh, a Twitter link to him reading it, which really influenced me in the way that it was written, and um, that prompted me to start writing some of my poem stories. Uh, The first one being The Van. Well, Peter Egan commented on my podcast because... A copy of it was sent to him, and um, we mentioned him, as as I just said, and thanked him for his beautiful voice. The way he read it was just spectacular, and I'm encouraging everyone to follow Peter Egan just to listen to his voice and check him out. He's just a beautiful man. And um, this book, once I get it, I'm going to give it a big spruce because um, if the other poems in that book are written in the way that I think they will be. Just from hearing the first one, I'm really excited at sharing it with you and encouraging people to buy the book. I'm not gonna tell you any more about it until I get it, so I can get all the details, find out where we can get it from and uh, give it a push. Um, Speaking of giving a push, my friend Ian Davies, you will know him as Upfront and Central. He runs a show called Ambient Painting which is um, basically painting and decorating, uh, specialising in wallpaper hanging. And uh, he is an RTR DJ as well as DJ at many of our events. He's a dead set, blinding, geezer and top chap. So Ian Davies, ambient painting, if you need any decorating done. He's a nice guy. Hit him up on Facebook or get in touch with me. So I'm really just going to touch on the poems. I won't talk about them individually too much in depth because I actually want to break them down because I'm really um, fascinated at where all these thoughts are coming from. And there's a really good backstory for each one. So I um, I like the thought of breaking them down into a bit more detail to telling you sort of... Um, you know what happened, but I—they've I, I, been a, a sort of myriad of different topics from just stuff around us, like you know the bird in the tree out in the front of the house that has a its own alarm clock that goes off at 3:30 every morning and uh, wakes everybody up, and uh, you know then there's um, obviously the trip to the shop, getting in the line with a meth head that is just abusing everybody in the line and anyone that looks at him gets the sea bomb and uh, quite disconcerting <laughs> to say the least. Um, you know there's uh, the comedian, I, I, I went to a comedy sh- show and it was actually a, look it was a worky thing so it was a bit of a suit job which was not my style but anyway, and so these three comedians get up and they're trying to uh, uh, start their act and get the first few laughs underway and the resistance in the crowd was unbelievable I mean these people that get up and try and be funny like me dead it's not an easy job eh? so I, I was just sort of uh, you know interested to uh, see what was the moment that they created that first laugh and how hard that to work for it and so their resilience and thick skinness <laughs> is that a word is un- unbelievable you know um, you know I wrote one about the terminal which was really uh, like a time machine and uh, my mum and dad would be at the doors when I left and when I came back and you know they were standing in the same spot or so it seemed uh, and they had aged considerably and of course in my mind I hadn't aged at all but every time I went through those doors they got older and older until eventually they were no longer there and that is a snapshot of time you know so that, that's where that one came from um, you know, obviously my son Buster there's a lot of stuff in there about him that I talk about everything from his party of a lifetime which is his birthday card to his friends and uh, in writing that you almost become Buster because you're communicating to a whole load of people about different events that happened whether it was waiting at the bus stop playing futsal, you know, winning a cup, training, you know, watching T V with friends, it was um, writing to everyone, it was trips to Adventure World. It was a it was it was everyone in his life that we wrote about. And uh, I remember him communicating each of those events to us or we were part of it. So it was really easy to tap into that and, you know, I guess that's sort of where tears came from as well. So uh, I've got another friend that's going through some really hard stuff, uh, and um, you know, it made me think about the tears. And you know, when I was writing that stuff about Buster and his journey of a lifetime, you know, that the tears just came flooding down, and you know, I've uncontrollably sobbed. So, you know, that's uh, that's that that's sort of where that all came from. So, and then there's the surfing part of my life, which is the the swell, you know. pulse of the waves and the journey to get to the water and everything around surfing is my that's my church i don't even like using the word church i don't know i get such great therapy out of it i think it's really a wonderful thing the sea the ocean being outside you know for stress relief you just get outside of your house look at the horizon you know automatically and it's scientifically proven that your stress levels will drop so I reckon that's enough for this one and um, what are we, we are now <clears throat> a couple of episodes in and season two, I hope you're enjoying it, I'm, I don't want to talk rubbish when I um, do these and, and you'll note that I don't edit any of these things so my goal is to put a few points down on a bit of paper and imagine that you're sitting next to me in my car while we chat about stuff, you know. I will tell you that I went and saw Natalie Gillespie the other night she sang with the most incredible band and sitting in her show was like sitting in a therapy session of joy and love because there wasn't any one of the band members that wasn't smiling and emitting this amazing love for her And she was doing the same back. She shared her life experiences with us. She's quite upbeat and happy. Probably one of the best front people that I've ever seen in the way she communicates so comfortably with her audience. And I think that's a gift that some people have. She's definitely got it. I was sitting next to Keith McDonald. You may know him from Growing up in Perth many years ago, Fat Cat and Friends, and I said to him, you've, you're you in the soundtrack of my life. And he reached over and he said, Natalie is world class and if you haven't seen Natalie Gillespie play with Dave Brewer uh, and Ben Vanderwert, I can't remember the keyboard player's name but lovely man, uh, then you've got to go and catch him because uh, they are incredible and you'll it'll be a bit of a medicine for you when you come out you'll, you'll, you'll feel a little bit holer. so big ups to Natalie and massive hugs great to see you the other night enjoy your day keep smiling remember whatever you're sad about today I'm not saying it'll go away but there'll be another day and, and it'll be in a different shape your sadness will be in a different shape tomorrow and in time It'll be something that you'll actually be able to handle. It might not seem like that today. But don't give up hope, okay? The music at the back is played by Dr. Cuz. I'm playing the trumpet on a song called Locked Up. So check out Dr. Cuz. I know he's on Spotify. He's a top man too.